How does one who's learning to play a sport and complete and compete in a game, how does one go to the point of perfection and get to the point of being very, very good? You know, when I was a baseball coach, one of the things that transpired with me was a lot of times when I had young men come out to me, and what I had to do is I had to really work with them on their techniques as a batter. I had to teach them the grip, how to line up their knuckles, how their fingers were supposed to go, where their arms were supposed to be placed, and on the extension of their arms, how their hips were supposed to rotate and use all the focal points that they had within their body. And for those who wanted to be pitchers, we had to show them how to grip a ball and how to be able to hold it with your hand. And you could throw certain pitches based upon the way you held the ball and the way you snapped your wrists and how this could be done. And what happened is you would work on this and you would work on this and you would work on this, especially those who were very ambitious and want to be able to become the best. Well, I think that we have to understand that coaches begin by teaching individuals the fundamentals and as they learn the basic fundamentals that they're being taught, then you go to the next step and you go to the next step and you get more complex, trying to avoid them from their frustration, but always trying to get them to be able to reach their thrill of being able to become better than they were. Well, that's what transpires today in the gospel. The same thing has taken place with Jesus who's on his journey and he's traveling and he's delivering us another message today. He's evangelizing, he's preaching, he's teaching, he's sending messages. And basically, this is the exact same thing that we have to do in our spiritual formation. And that's what happens in today's gospel. A rich young man approaches Jesus and he wants to get better. He wants to be better than he is now. He wants to be able to inherit eternal life. He wants to be able to strive for perfection. And Jesus turns to him and gives him the fundamentals. And he says, make sure thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, bear false witness, be involved in adultery, and you must obey your mom and dad and authority. Jesus is laying out for him what are the things that he has to do to be able to start to get better and take steps in his spiritual formation. Notice that every one of the commandments that Jesus gave him was in regards to his neighbor and in regards to others. And the young man turned to Jesus and said, I am following all of these. So what happens now, Jesus takes to the next step because he says, you're lacking in one thing. And the one thing you're lacking is you need to go sell all you have and follow me. Now Jesus is going to the first commandments and he's being able to make them realize that we must be able to love God with our whole heart our whole mind, our soul, and all our strength. We needed to be self-giving to God, and we need to be able to do everything we can. It's not a simple response that Jesus gives to him, as he has to be able to say, 
give up your possessions because he needs to walk away from them. You know, I've seen young men when I was coaching baseball, when they got to a certain level that they didn't think they could go to a higher level, what they did, they either stopped coming to practice or they quit the team or the next year they never came out for the sport. Well, that's what happens to this young man. This young man in his reaction walks away. He leaves. What happens is Jesus is trying to be able to teach him in Mark's gospel things that in this young man's mind are too hard. He didn't have the skills to do them and he wasn't willing to do the practice to go forward. It says something about the character of that person. And what happens is we need to understand that we have to grow in our skills also. And basically our skills are to pray, to go to mass on a regular basis, even if not daily if we can. Adoration, make sure that what we do is we take care of the scripture. Jesus is telling us which is the way that we too can make our steps to be able to go towards perfection. Now what happens next in the gospel is, Jesus turns to his apostles and says, how odd it is for those who have, who have wealth to enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus wasn't speaking against wealth. He was speaking against the individual's selfishness and pride that everything that he was doing was guided towards the possession of his, of his wealth and gaining more possessions. That was becoming his focal point in the things that he had done. He was becoming comfortable with his wealth rather than being comfortable with the spiritual development of making God number one. He was there and becoming spiritually complacent he was becoming a person who believed, which has been so much talked to us in our society, that he believed he could be self-reliant on his own and make it by himself. He avoided being able to be surrounded and surrendering to Jesus Christ. So the disciples are amazed with this answer because the disciples were also on a journey with Jesus as they were traveling and they too in their continued education, trying to be able to understand Jesus' teaching. We too are on a journey each and every day, trying to make sure that we too can understand. And the best way we can do that is every night, Ignatius Loyola tells us, give a self-examination to ourselves. Look hard at ourselves. See what are the priorities and the reasons why we're doing things. Take the opportunity to know where prayer is in our life. Are we really reflecting upon Jesus Christ and reflecting upon scripture? Are we doing all the actions we can to be able to receive grace through the sacraments and through the actual helping of others with, our, with their needs? We too need to know what the fundamentals are, but we also need to go more and more in deepness to be able to grow in holiness. You know, Jesus turns to them and says, children, how hard it is to enter into the kingdom of God. Notice he calls them children. Remember, we're all still learning and we're taking the steps that we need to do. The little child who wants to be a baseball player, only a few of them 
only a few of them, very small number, ever eventually make it to the minor leagues. Because what it takes is it takes ability, it takes motivation, and it takes attitude. And if you have all those things, you can continue to grow in whatever you're trying to achieve. And that's the same thing that has to transpire in our life. It's a hard thing to do. It takes a lot of attempt and effort on our part. And we need to be able to address it so that we can say that we're the camel that passed through the eye of a needle and we made it. You know, a lot of other people make it. Mother Teresa made it, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Francis of Assisi, all the saints made it. And we need to read the lives of the saints and we will find out that many of the saints in the earlier parts of their lives were really people of individuals who were doing the wrong thing, but they had their conversion experience and they grew in their faith. We too can make it and we need to continue to grow in our faith. We need to work hard. We need to make sure that we have the right attitude, the right motivation, and our abilities are built upon those doctrinal things which are expressed to us in the catechism of the Catholic Church and are taught to us. All things are possible. Take them one little step at a time. That's the key. One little step at a time. Don't imagine all of a sudden that you would get this boom, lightning, that would make you all of a sudden become a whole new person. You have to take it in reflection and you have to take it one bit at a time in our lives. God gives us everything we need to be able to follow him. And remember, Jesus tells them, amen, I say to you, there is no one who has given up his house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and shall not enter and, and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold times more than in this present age, they can receive eternal life. This hundredfold is something Jesus said that can be done by us like the sower in the seed. When the seed falls on the fertile ground and we take the little steps to be able to grow within our lives. Jesus is on a journey. He's going towards Jerusalem. He teaches us something each and every week in our readings. We too need to remember that we're on the road to eternal life because we're here to know, love, and serve God in this world and to join him in the next. Take one little step, grow each and every day, examine yourself to verify that you are taking the right steps. And not only are the things that you did during a day do you need to examine, but what are the things that we omitted? Because remember, sins of omission sometimes are greater than the sins that we commit with our actions.